If you really want to unplug and go off grid with your RV adventures, look into GoPower for all of your solar and lithium ion needs. GoPower's complete charging and power delivery systems just work. Charge your batteries anywhere the sun is shining with GoPower solar kits. Stay out there longer with reliable lithium ion batteries. Operate your appliances with robust inverters. GoPower doesn't just make components. They also make complete systems that just work and you can do it. Whether you're a weekend warrior or a boondocking full-timer, GoPower solar kits, inverters, chargers, batteries, they're the leading choice for dependable power wherever your adventure takes you. Their batteries even carry a 10-year warranty. So tons of time to have amazing adventures. GoPower even has learning resources and project planning information on their website. Check out GoPower at gpelectric.com. That's gpelectric.com for any part of your off-grid electrical needs. Hey everybody, we are the team from the RV Small Talk Podcast. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I'm Lindsay. And thank you guys for listening today. PJ, I wonder if any of our listeners have heard about solar and lithium-ion battery systems. Well, I bet they have all heard about it on the forums and on the videos and online. But, you know what, it's hard to kind of understand what it's all about. And we have been doing so much of it. We thought we'd bring it to the podcast. It's true. It really is all the rage. People have questions. What does solar actually do? What do lithium ions, what's the benefit there in lithium ion? And uh, how does it all translate to me using my stuff? Lance Campers has jumped in with an option for complete solar and lithium that you can actually get put in at the factory. So that's kind of a that's a, a progression of what's been happening lately is manufacturers are actually giving that option. And it hasn't been all that long, maybe months, maybe a year or so. Manufacturers are putting installing it there at the factory. Right. Certainly not all of them, but it is starting to become uh, uh, possible out there with some of the manufacturers. And I think that's nice. I mean, I think people that buy campers and trailers, there is a certain confidence in having the factory put it together. Right. Because then, you know, whatever system it is, is tried and true. They've tested it. They Mm -hmm. know what they're doing. You don't have to know everything about it. Right. You know, and I trust absolutely the systems that our guys in the service department put in. They That's do right. fantastic That's work. However, if I'm off the street, I'm buying a new one. You're absolutely right. There's a sense of stability and mm-hmm. work going with the manufacturer install. And that's why I think GoPower that we mentioned in this a couple of times and now they're sponsoring the podcast is kind of a cool thing because they actually have systems that mm-hmm. are all put together. You don't have to go out and research the best inverter and then research the best solar and then try to piece it all together. Right. It's really just a plug and play system. And so you can look on their website and see what happens. So a lot of retrofitting is going to be going on in the near future. And you have factory options. So yep. I thought it was really nice that we get to talk to uh, Scott from Lance and, and you know, just about the hows and whys of lithium ion. We're not going to get talking about all the technicalities. We'll no. save that for another time. Exactly. We won't get way into the electrical engineering numbers yeah. game of this. But just you the know, concepts. Yeah. Yeah. Just the concept of, wow, do I need to be thinking about this? So if you ever wondered, take a listen 
Scott's going to give us some insight. Let's dive in. All right. Hey, today we're going to visit with Scott. Thanks for joining us, Scott. My pleasure. And, uh, you know, we get so many questions about energy and lithium ion is the latest thing. So I appreciate you coming to help us maybe shed some light on some misconceptions and figure out should people do this or not? Right. I, I hope to be able to shed a little light on that. And it is a big misconception. Uh, I, as a factory rep, probably get 20 phone calls a week. Really? So you really know. Well, I know how I answer it. (laughs) (laughs) What you do know is what the questions are. I do know what the questions have been lately. What is the biggest question you get? Um, Once I get my lithium ion batteries, will it run the air conditioner? Really? Yes. I, you know, that makes sense because we get so many people who say, okay, I want this big solar panel. What will it run? Mm-hmm. And we have to explain. That is part of a system. It, it really won't run anything. Right. So uh, that's that's not what it does. Correct. So, so the answer to that question is no. Absolutely not. Oh, it's absolutely it's not. Absolutely not. What if I have yeah. two? Even if you have two. What if I have 10? Even if you have 10, okay. it is not going to run a 110 volt air conditioner. All right. 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 So we're talking about components and everyone's focusing on the buzzword lithium ion lithium ion phosphate whatever batteries and and that's got that's like the the star of the band like the singer or yes. the, the the special guitarist or whatever without a doubt everyone, everyone's You're talking about it and yet it's still kind of a mystery just a piece of the whole works well, well can we back up because everybody may not be all the way in on this i know i would not have been a year ago can we back up to what are the battery choices? What's the normal battery that people usually get? And what are the other choices? Because lithium ion is one of them. And now that Lance offers lithium ion from the factory, which not a lot of manufacturers do, but a few do, what? let's talk about battery choices briefly. Briefly, as far as a manufacturer's perspective, most RV dealers put in a lead acid battery, a group okay. 24 is standard. They can go group 27, group 29, group 31 is a little larger. Most trailers don't have space for that size battery. Yeah. And that's just about how many amp hours it is. And you, that's just a basic battery like we have in a car. And Well, it's not actually a car battery. It's an RV marine deep cycle battery. Okay. It just looks the same. It looks so you the, read the same. same. Yes. And you put water the in the little you tubes. You put water in the little tubes if you want to last longer than a year or two. Distilled water. Distilled point. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that word briefly? Do you remember the word weeds? We talked about that before we started. Let's not get in the weeds. Batteries are, are definitely. You know, it's four syllables. You just use five senses to correct me. You know, and, and you mentioned that you didn't really know a lot about this till recently. I wasn't introduced it until December when I was right. at our last factory training is when we started offering lithium. The lead acid batteries have been the standard battery for 40 years, mm-hmm. 40 years I've been in the business. So you also have some six volt golf cart type batteries mm-hmm. um, and then you jump up to the lithium batteries. So 90 percent mm-hmm. of them is between the consumer and the dealer. OK. But yes, Lance did start offering the lithium as part of an option group because the controller has to be different. Okay, okay so wait, the wait, wait. difference between a 
battery and a lithium battery is like a superhero cape. I mean, it's just like a... Yes. It holds more energy in a lithium-ion battery. Now, lithium-ion is what they have in a smart car, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's what all the Teslas are made of is lithium-ion batteries. Okay. There you go. No, it's it's not just that it holds so much energy. It's that you can deplete it more completely. Whereas a standard acid battery, lead acid battery, you're really doing it harm if you deplete it more than 60 or 50%, right? Not necessarily with an RV marine type deep cycle battery. That's why it's called hmm. a deep cycle battery. A car battery, yes. I come from Minnesota. I've lived mm-hmm. for the last 30 years in Colorado. Now a Texan. Um, Yay. We don't really need cold cranking amps down here. But in those areas where it does get 20 below, you need a battery that's going to push a lot of power immediately. And if you drain that battery down to 10%, you're going to ruin it. Mm -hmm. With an RV Marine Deep Cycle battery, it's called Deep Cycle because you can drain it down farther. Mm-hmm. It's going to not work as well. After 50%, it doesn't give you as much charge. It slows down, um, but you can drain it without ruining it, where a mm-hmm. car battery will get ruined if you bring it down to zero. Okay. So that's one of the big differences between an RV marine deep cycle battery and a car battery. Right. And the okay. lithium, do they charge faster, more efficiently? The lithium will charge faster. It'll also be able to drain and use it more completely. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, in our a deep cycle lead acid battery at about 50%, you're not going to be able to get much more use out of that. Where the lithium, you can go down to the 10% area, the 5% area, and still use all of that battery. So huh. when I'm talking about you get more use out of the battery, it holds more energy, we are talking very broadly. Can you give me the specific, is it done by amps? Um, like the difference between, say, a standard, <laughs> he's putting on his glasses, folks. We're laughing. Um, cheat sheet. <laughs> so if we're looking at the difference between a standard deep cycle marine battery, which is very standard in this industry, mm-hmm. the wet cell batteries that you put water in, and you compare that to a lithium ion battery, what kind of power differences are we going to see? Um, I think what you're looking at, and, and my little cheat sheet here says, a lead acid battery stores 40 watt hours, where a lithium battery can produce 250 watt hours. So the watt hours are what you're burning from your 12 volt, whether it's your furnace fan, you're uh, charging your computer, your water heater, right. brain, your your, your and brain those on will your refrigerator. all use different amounts right. of yes. watt. Hours, yeah. right? Well, since we're not trying to uh, be an engineer here, is it worth Darn. it? I know. Well, it, it would take a lot of time with me. Okay. If I yeah, if I could knee jerk reaction, the only thing that that keeps me out of lithium is the initial price point. That's the only thing that keeps me out right uh, now. Well, okay. Let's compare pricing. What's the price difference? The lithium battery installed from the factory is $1,000 a piece. Um, I've heard of them on the internet. You can buy them for seven or $800 at this point. 
Obviously, mm-hmm. you can get everything cheaper on the internet, they say. Right, um, and set it up yourself. And set it up yourself. Don't know if your charger controller will be proper in your converter. Right. Okay, let's... You know, all that is yeah, done properly from the factory. That's what I have a question about, because it's not just like you can get a lithium battery and replace the one in your RV, right? Correct. Like, just swap it out. Like, so Correct. what is... What else do you need and why do you need it? If you have an older charger converter an older trailer fifth wheel what have you you will have to replace a circuit board in that, con- that charger mm-hmm. converter or just replace it with or one that will work whole, with yes, or replace the lithium whole charger ion converter and why is that the type of power that produces i guess i don't know exactly why it is yeah i've heard that the lithium-ion battery they charge differently in the last mm -hmm. 10 or 20 percent needs to be a slightly different Mm -hmm. push into the battery to Mm -hmm. charge it appropriately and not damage it right and to get it 100 percent. one of the reasons lance won't just sell you uh, a unit ready for lithium is if you put lead acid batteries in a charger converter that's set for lithium, you'll ruin it. And the right. other way, if you put lithium batteries in a unit that's set for char- for lead acid, it doesn't do you any good. You just mm-hmm. wasted two thousand dollars. So if you're prepping it for lithium, you're putting lithium in it. Yes. So that the customer doesn't have the chance, or the dealership, or the dealership have the chance to ruin yeah. it right <laughs> yeah. exactly to make that mistake to make that mistake. Oh, okay but but the converter there every rv has a converter yes that's what controls the energy that's what has the breakers the fuses and trickle charges the battery right mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. so everybody's got this little box in there and now lance uses a converter that can do lithium ion and it can do standard batteries yes correct there's a little what's called we call a bridge in there Um, the service departments of all our dealerships will know they can take a look and it's a little black piece that has to be moved from these two prongs to these two prongs okay so it's very simple for the dealership to do it if you brought it in standard Mm -hmm. which most dealerships are stocking them standard but -hmm. then you sell it and want the customer says i want lithium then your service tech goes into this portion of the converter charger, moves moves this bridge from here to here. So it, it, you don't have to order it from the factory with lithium. If you buy a Lance, and this started in 2021, right? It started September of 2019. Wow. So if a unit was made after September of 2019, that new charger converter is in there. Okay. So you could go either way. Mm-hmm. Or you could just get lithium straight from the factory or you can get lithium straight from the factory but it'll be the same converters just that they'll already be moved yes. the bridge will yes. already be the in place will already be in place and so, so will the still batteries. have the option and so will the batteries yeah do the batteries go in the same place yes okay because one thing i know about lithium ion is that they don't have to be vented like the standard deep cycle marine batteries do correct with being a manufacturer any battery we install we have to put in a vented area the laws have not caught up with lithium ion. Mm. So if we install the battery, we have to install it in the battery spot, which is a vented spot. Well, and I don't think that's terrible because it's just a vented thing. And then what if you want to go back for some reason? Then well, I can tell you why it's not wonderful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Tell me. The, the one issue. The, yeah. the one issue with lithium ion is they don't charge below 34 degrees. 
Oh, so, so having a vintage compartment. If you're up in Colorado on 4th of July and it snows, which it often does, and you're up enjoying the mountains, having a vented compartment is not a wonderful thing. Okay. Some manufacturers make a heating blanket, believe it or not. For, for the your little tuck your, tuck your battery in at night. So, so cute. But what a lot of people do, especially in our setting, underneath the bed, you can move all the lithiums underneath there, and that is a heated area. Yeah. We as a factory cannot do that. Okay. Is it hard? No. The you just move close. the wires? You just move the wires. Okay. And that's what some people put four, five, six lithiums. Lithiums are very light. Holy moly. Yes. Very light. Okay. Oh, wow. You'd probably at least a third, if not 25% of a regular battery Because they're not full of they're water, not, right? Not you don't have to maintain water. them. You don't, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you don't have all them fins Lead in, in there. water. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're very, very lightweight. So, so it wouldn't be hard for a customer to move it inside to keep it all. warm. Not at all. Okay. And that's the other key. Another component of the lithium is the inverter, if you go that way. Okay. okay. Now this talks about what you can actually run. Right. The okay. converter inverter thing makes my brain explode. Well, <laughs> I'm a simple girl. Like what <laughs> is an inverter? Convert convert usually helps you to charge the 12 volt system, the battery. If you're bringing in shore power, an invert turns 12 volt back into Household a simple current. wall plug. Mm-hmm. Back to AC. So everything in a Lance except your air conditioner, your microwave is 12 volt. So right. when you're plugged into 110, the converter converts 110 to 12 volt to run your lights, to run your furnace fan, to run the refrigerator oh. brain, okay? And charges your onboard batteries. So to do those things and not be plugged, wait, never mind. Just move on. I'll figure it out later. And, <laughs> we'll draw a picture. An inverter, an inverter takes the power from your batteries, your 12 volt, and makes 110 power. So you can do those things while boondocking. Well, you can run your microwave while boondocking. You're not going to have enough inverter okay. or battery power to run But you run can run your microwave and your, like, your yes, 110 your plugs. your 110 plugs. And uh, we have, I, I mean. Okay. A breathing machine. Okay, okay. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All, okay. When I get you that. do the inverter from Lance, all 110 plugs become live, except for your refrigerator and your air conditioner. So any 110 plug, if you have a 110 coffee pot mm-hmm. and you want to run it off your batteries, right. you can do that with the inverter installed. What size inverter does Lance put in? It's a 1500 watt. 1500 watt. So mm-hmm. you really don't need a huge inverter to run most to run kitchen most, appliances and things. Yes. doesn't need to be that big. doesn't need to be that big. I, I, a lot of, uh, we get a lot of people that want to put in a 3500 watt. We're not going to do that from the factory, number one. Number two, to run an air conditioner or something that's going to require 3,500 watts, you're going to need 10 batteries. Yeah. So 10 batteries and a 3,500 watt inverter. So you're talking about a $15,000 system. Mm -hmm. To run your air conditioner. To run your air conditioner without without being plugged in. Without being plugged in. Okay. Well, you can run a car. Just go somewhere (laughs) colder. Now, another thing that, that just another uh, 
I don't know, benefit of lithium ion is how many charging cycles you can have, right? Without a doubt. They will last you. Most of them have anywhere from a five to six year warranty. Uh-huh. Some actually come with a 10 year warranty right. where your standard lead acid battery, I believe, is two, maybe three. Two, but, if you're lucky, maybe one. Yeah. Depending on where they bought it. Depending on where they bought it. And right. It's probably on a scale. You know, after mm-hmm. two years, it only covers this much, that mm-hmm. type of thing. I've seen some lead acid batteries that are like, you know, you'll get 800, maybe maybe 900 charging cycles, mm-hmm. but a lithium ion, depending on what company you're looking at, 6,000, 8,000, 9,000 charging cycles out of lithium uh, ion, uh, uh. which means, <laughs> which, which brings me back to it. I mean, that initial cost seems like so much just because I don't have it in my pocket right now. And yet it's just if like I anything else. This, yeah. If you pay for the, the cost years, up front, you're actually going to save money, but it's yeah. having, having it on hand. Yeah. Well, we're not the manufacturer rep getting all the questions, but our service departments gets questions regularly about my battery keeps dying. Well, you're running a lot of stuff. Yes. I mean, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And your battery's probably tired. And they're like, well, it's only two years old. Right. But they have run it down to zero so many times that it can't really work very long or very efficiently. Yeah. And many of them do not check the water level. That's the they big, don't realize yeah. they're used to car batteries, yeah. which most of them are sealed mm-hmm. now. Right. Uh, you know, the auto industry is very different from the RV industry. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways you have a lot more service things you need to do to an RV than you do to cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then the battery is a big part of that. Yeah, and people Power don't know search. that they're abusing their wet no lead acid battery yes. that well, needs filled. They don't know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So it's- what are some of the other questions that you get a lot? All of your 25 calls a day. <laughs> a week. Come a on. Week. Don't exaggerate. Besides, you know, will it run my AC? You know, it's really a matter of the, the consumer with what's happening with the pandemic and the explosion in sales. We're getting a lot of mm-hmm. consumers that have no concept of a 12 volt system. Right. You know, they're maybe, maybe like you. Lindsay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they And they have this dream that they're just going to buy a unit and go sit out in the desert or go sit out in the mountains. Yeah. And they don't understand what it's going to take to fulfill that dream. And whether it's a solar panel. Okay, or two solar panels. The solar panels that we put on as part of the system, 190 watt solar panels, great panels on our our trailers, 16 foot and bigger. You can put two if you wish to, you know, but if you get into the actual use of the panel, they're laying flat. Right. Mm -hmm. And in a solar panel, if you've ever seen one on a house or any place, it tilted up. Yeah. So the flat ones really work at about 25% capacity. Because that's the mm-hmm. amount of time that the sun is exactly. going down. So uh, uh, the best system is to put one on the roof and then carry one. Mm-hmm. And then the one you carry Portable. is always going to be angled so that you can chase the sun. towards the sun, yeah. you know, instead of putting two on the roof. Well, I don't have the space for that, or I don't want to do that, or I don't want to take that time. That, that's that's up your to choice. you, Mr. Yeah. Customer. Right. I'm just telling you, that portable one will be three times as efficient as that one laying on your roof. Right. And I tell people, too, I it, we're in Texas, mm-hmm. right? We just had 10 days of, what, 108 I degrees? I want to park in the sun. I want to park under a tree. <laughs> right. If there's a tree, which sometimes there isn't. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to the tree. But if there's a tree, I'm heading for the tree. So then it takes out your solar. Um, the onboard solar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you can't really blame consumers because we have been taught, you know, like your house you mentioned, mm-hmm. just put... 
put solar panels all over your roof and it will run everything in your house. Well, it doesn't exactly run everything in your house. It charges a bank of batteries that then stores energy to run and send some power to something in your house (laughs) and still has to go through an inverter to do all through an inverter it it has a system inverter yeah so uh, lance can do the whole system is that right lance uses a go power system okay Okay. and and one reason i bring that up is one of the questions i get Mm -hmm. way too often is what size uh, cable what size power cord do they run from the solar panel to the converter? I just got that question last week. Mm-hmm. And my answer now is the proper size. Okay, because I got really tired of going to our engineer with every every question like that. When we mm-hmm. use Go Power um, solar panels, Go Power inverters, Go Power lithium batteries, Go mm-hmm. Power has set this system up. Right, they've right. optimized we it. We use everything that they tell us from to them. Use. Yeah. Okay. So, what size is that? That cable. The size it was. The size it needs to, to be. be. Right. Yeah. And most people, I think, are ans- asking it for twofold. Number one, just to make sure we know what we're doing. Okay, and, mm-hmm. and Goal Power knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, mm-hmm. we do. Number two, they might want to add to the system. Okay, I talked to a guy yesterday. He's going to put four solar panels on the top of a 1475. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. I don't know how they're going to fit. Is there fit. room for that? No. Okay. But he's going to figure it <laughs> All out. All right. Cool. Okay. okay. Well, let us know how that works out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, we want to see it. Our, our cable, our charge cord is not big enough for that. Ours is right. big enough for two. Right. Okay. Anything you do, you're going to have to change that cord or add another upgrade. one. You're going to have to upgrade. Right. Okay, or whoever's installing it for you is going to have to upgrade. So you're talking about the wire isn't big enough to take the power from four solar panels? Yes. Okay. Efficiently get right. that entire so there's amount different of energy size down. wires depending on what you're trying to the power you're trying to move right. from one place to another. Right. It's like, look so, at me, I'm learning. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like a gauge basically. Yeah. Gauge wire, okay. and so yeah. it's it's it, can it carry the bandwidth? It does okay. it have. Yeah. Does it introduce resistance? Well, and, and one reason, I mean, we've always sent a uh, charge cord with our truck campers. Mm-hmm. And the main reason is we include an eight gauge charge wire. Your standard seven way bargeman that we use on the trailers only has a 12 gauge. Okay. So the truck campers yeah. have a 12 volt refrigerator and two batteries. In order for your alternators to properly do all that, you need eight gauge wire. Now, now d- because gauges work backwards, that might be yes. something to mention. Yes. A twelve gauge is smaller than an eight gauge. Correct. Correct. I so. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Oh. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> so yes, the the smaller the gauge, the thicker the wire. The more power it can handle. All right. Well, in having this conversation about the entire system working together, I think there are probably engineers out there who love deciphering the details of building their own solar system, piecing it together. We all have um, very talented engineer customers. Yes, we do. But, you know, for the most part, trailers should be built and designed so that you do not have to be an engineer to get the use out of it that you want. 
that's really what what I would like to convey. We are not here to be the technical experts. We're here to say, <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> but we're here to say that there is a system out there. Here's all the pieces you need to consider. Because what's the first thing that goes to somebody's brain? I'm going to look on Amazon and I can do this myself. I don't know why this costs so much. I found a battery I can buy for $720. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, the battery itself is not the entire answer. It's you not need even to part understand of the answer. That, yeah. that there is a whole system that goes with this. Right. So if you have... I mean, it's a math equation and you got to have all the parts to the equation. Yeah, but I don't want to be an engineer and I don't want to do the math. That's I want to buy a system Amen. that works. <laughs> yeah. I want a system that works. And I know that I need... If I do lithium ion, I'm going to have a special converter and it's going to have to work with that. I'm going to know that it's not going to work when it's really cold. I'm going to know it weighs less. I can move it under the bed. That will help. Mm-hmm. And if I want to boondock, I need solar power coming in to keep it charged. Yeah. And and on the on the not going to work when it's really cold. I mean, there's like GoPower and, and a few of the other top brands. They have systems that they're building smart batteries. Basically, the battery has a little has a warmer well it has a warmer or levels off the charging they have so much technology built into that little box that you can't little you can't see it has a little computer inside the battery why can't they be used in cold weather for, do they like freeze uh, i don't believe that if they freeze i just believe what however they're made i mean obviously teslas are, are sold in minnesota Teslas yeah. are sold in the cold weather. Yeah. So they can be used. That's they, right. they can be discharged. They can it's a discharge. charging. It's a charging. Now, why they don't, oh, I don't know. Again, I'm not okay. that electrical engineer. Okay. So they can be used at 10 degrees, at 10 below. You just can't charge just them can't if you're staying someplace them. cold for a long yes. time. And Okay. So, so there probably is, I mean, logically speaking, and I have no idea that someone will probably <laughs> comment and correct us, but there's got to be something in a Tesla that warms it up so it'll charge. I mean, or gets it to a point where it will take that charge even in colder weather. Even in colder weather, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Sure, yeah, they're, sure. They're enclosed. They're in the car itself. Mm-hmm. So if the car is on and, and you got the heater running, that's going to heat that battery area. However, if right. it's sitting like overnight an old at your house, mm-hmm. then it's not running. But 90% of them are indoors up there. Probably 95%, well, especially if you own a That's test. true, but I live in Texas. I, I've, yep. We know we nothing about <laughs> this. <laughs> it snows here. What cold me? Yeah, we, we get a flurry of snow that doesn't even stick on the ground in the world's stops uh, my daughter I builds mean, snowmen out of cotton balls oh my gosh it's so, and they're like half grass and hay it's so, yeah, it's stick of burrs anyway all right uh were we talking about weeds at the beginning found them get found out them. of the weeds found them. oh okay so uh i uh, do i need to spend two thousand three thousand dollars on on lithium ion do I need to really? What do you think? Oh man, I've I've camped for thirty five years and I've never used them. I think everybody's what? different. How? <laughs> <laughs> well, because they didn't exist. You know. <laughs> I also have not used a smartphone for the first thirty years of my life. What? Well, there you go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, and I survived. I am still breathing. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> well, you know, it all depends upon whether you're going to campgrounds or not. Yeah. If okay. you're going to campgrounds, you don't need a lithium battery. If there's a plug-in. If there's a nope. plug-in, you don't need it. If you want to be self-contained for three to five days and never charge, other than maybe a random solar panel that's going to get some sun, the lithiums will be a wonderful thing. 
you know and okay. I, and as we we go along it's the lithium and the inverters what mm-hmm. do you you know do i mm-hmm. need an inverter what do you want it to do yeah okay that has to be the question as far as i'm concerned if you're talking two solar panels two lithiums and an inverter you're talking forty five hundred dollars in a partridge (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a chunk of change yeah so make sure they know or the consumer knows what it's going to do for them it is not going to run your air conditioner Mm -hmm. it is not going to run your refrigerator brain around 12 volt even your refrigerator it is simply a support And I find that most people who want to go to the middle of nowhere for a long time don't like love their microwave, right? They don't need their microwave and their AC. They just need, you know, basic power. I need lights on. I need the fan. Yeah, the fan. The fantastic fan. I'd like to listen to some music occasionally. They may have a portable 12-volt compressor. Yeah, other than that, like... Yeah, I don't know a lot of people who want to just be off grid, but also glamping off grid is a whole different thing, right? <laughs> it is, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, without so doubt. and we're getting more and more again with the, re- the 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 introduction of a lot of new people to the RV business. That is what they're looking for, and because they're looking for that, we're getting the calls, mm-hmm. and we just need to make sure that we're clear and we can get them clear. The standard's probably going to be okay. Now, I talked to a, a lady yesterday, two days ago that goes to Burning Man every year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're going to go to Burning Man. Whole different spend, ball game, right? Whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to want some support. You're yeah. going to want lithium probably. You're probably going to want uh, the solar panels. Right. So why wouldn't okay. you just get a generator? Um, noise. The noise, having to refuel it. I'm pretty sure you're in. not allowed to have generators at Burning Man. I'm sure Man. you can't have one. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, that's probably true. It's probably true. I never thought about that, yeah. but if, yeah. No. But that's the other thing people say, I'll just get a generator because mm-hmm. I want to park it. I want to camp out at National Forest. Mm-hmm. Well. There may be restrictions. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. usually and have 10 have o'clock looks. cutoff times. 10 o'clock so. cutoff times mm-hmm. for generators without a doubt. So uh, unless you're really out in the boonies and then trust me, somebody can still hear that generator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Someone will hear it. Somebody uh, will hear it. It might keep the bears away. Maybe. Maybe. Well, you know, lithium ion is new and we have survived a long time and had so many adventures without it. Mm-hmm. But, but we likes it. We likes it a lot. But it does open a Clint new avenue. It. <laughs> it's well, he is the nerdy geek of the group, as we all know. Even you guys listening know that. <laughs> well, uh, so guilty. anything new that has engineering and technology with it, he wants to know about. But well, it seems to me that it will kind of extend opportunities here. And, and the cool part about Clint is that's now our customer. We're getting a lot of people his age. Our 24, 45, 21, 85s have skyrocketed, our bunkhouse models. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're getting the young tech families that are kids, saying yeah. that, you know, they we're not going to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. We're going to go camping. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're the ones that are really asking the question. Yeah. Because from their cell phones, from their computers, they've heard about lithium ion. Right. Yeah. Okay. My, my standard answer is get the regular batteries. If they don't work, you can always buy the lithium. In two or three years, there'll probably be a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the new, new lances are almost as plug and play as you can get because the converters that you've been yes. using since the end of 2019. Yes. You just move that bridge. You just move that bridge. What and an I, innovative company, Lances. Well, we try. <laughs> and, and I do think the other companies are going to catch up by next yeah. year. Oh, sure. But they didn't. They didn't start with it. So 
Uh, yeah, that's a good question to ask if you're looking at an RV is if is the converter uh, set to be able to adapt to lithium ion. Right. And, you know, for uh, for the past five, six, seven years, AGM was the rage mm-hmm. because there is a battery that's super heavy. Mm-hmm. It's pricey mm-hmm. and it is a no maintenance battery. So you don't have to put water in it and it doesn't supposedly have to be vented. Um it doesn't hold as much power as the lithium ion does. Um, so it's like a middle. So it's kind of in the middle, but that has kind of gone away. We are not doing AGMs anymore. I think it, it seems is, like if you're going to go AGM, you might as well step up a little bit. go more. lithium. Yeah. yeah. If you want more power and you want no maintenance, that's the way to go now. If you're if you're willing to put out the money, right? Uh, that, yeah. That's the that's it, the thing. It's if not free. It's not free. You mm-hmm. know and and. I, personally, I'm a little more conservative. I'm going to try it and see if I need it. You're a cheapskate. I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> conservative. You are a cheapskate. I know that about you. Yeah. But if you have, I also know that you really love camping out in the Nowheresville. Yeah. So if you had an opportunity to go somewhere and stay for three weeks, You'd consider it, a right? Good, Without a doubt. A good Utah 3, trip. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I would consider it if I know I'm not going to be driving or plugged in for a week. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing either of those two things, if you're not running a little generator during the day to run the air conditioner for a few hours, because that will help charge your batteries, too. That's right. Well, that, that's a question I had. So mm-hmm. it's still when you are driving, it mm-hmm. still charges a lithium battery just like it charges your other still battery. It's the converter, yes. right? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Yeah. So it should, it'll be set up just it, it that the charging system doesn't make any much difference from a lead acid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it'll charge the same ways when you're driving through the solar panel, when you're plugged into 110. Cool. The other thing I thought of, too, is depending on the weight. I mean, batteries are heavy. What they are they, 30, 40 pounds? I would have to say a lead-acid battery is probably closer to 60, Ew. 65. So you could take, what, maybe 50, 75 pounds off your tongue weight? Yes, very easily. Wow. Very that's easily. huge. That is, that is huge. huge. If you have a lightweight vehicle and your mm-hmm. tongue weight's a little heavy, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. Well, I, I... I I'm kind of with you. I'm a cheapskate, but if I had a trailer and I had an opportunity to get away for weeks at a time, right. it is well worth the money. Well worth the money. You know, I just well spent, uh, as you know, a week down in Galveston and driving along the beach there, seeing all the RVs parked. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go sit on the beach for a week, probably well worth the money. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. most of them do have a generator. So it's, you know, if you're going to run the generator, like I say, six or eight hours a day, That'll recharge your battery, so it's not that big a deal. It's not like you're running a furnace at night. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not using a lot of 12 volt power, but the lithium will give you a lot longer use right. without mm-hmm. having to recharge. And right. I and I like the the idea. Last time I went camping, I I ran generator as little as I could, just because if I don't have that sound, it just sounds like I remember tent camping. Mm-hmm. You just don't you yeah, hear I can't, nothing. Like having that sound for six to eight hours a day. I really hate it when my yeah. next door neighbor mows his lawn. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, he's so slow. <laughs> he takes <Wow>. forever. <laughs> and I want to sit on the patio and drink coffee. So, yeah, I'm a little snotty that way. Um, well, I, you know, I think it is a great option. And if you don't have a lance that comes with all of the cool things so you can just add lithium, 
I do know that just as a as a benchmark, it takes two to three thousand dollars, depending on the trailer and what you add, to put in a lithium ion system and change out the converter to, to retrofit. You're going to be standard. in that range. Uh-huh. So uh, it's an investment, but if you want what it can offer you, it's a great thing. Correct. And uh, the da- the downside, the only downside besides the money, is going to be the charging below freezing. Mm-hmm. And, and even there's then, ways to work around that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that has not been as much of a problem as people have worried about. No, so, I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, there are some people that will take them elk hunting from here. That mm-hmm. they'll go up to Colorado, Wyoming, mm-hmm. Montana. They will mm-hmm. get in some colder weather. Sure. But the amount of times that it's truly below freezing might be at night. But then during mm-hmm. the day, the sun comes up. It warms up to 40. Your mm-hmm. battery's charging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's still actually right. working at night. Yes. So. Yeah. And you know what? Talk to your dealer and tell them to move those batteries under the bed. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and then you got no problem. And just check the manufacturer of the battery. Because like I said, so many of them have smart features that, that have a computer built inside. And it deals with that for you. Yeah. You know? Well, there are plenty of people out there who will get in the weeds on the details of lithium ion. We wanted to give you a quick overview to see if it's something that's worth it for you. So I learned like three things. Three things? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No one, Lindsay, that's pretty good. (laughs) Right? Oh, it does. So, uh, well, Scott, thank you so much for your time. I'm glad Lance is doing this. Uh, they were one of the first manufacturers we've ever known of that that really has taken this on at the factory level. And that's been great for our customers. We see a lot of them coming in with the, ion, the lithium-ion system. So, yeah, good for you. It's been great fun. You're welcome. We appreciate it. No problem. We'll see you again next time. Thanks, All right. Scott. Sounds good. Well, talking to Scott is always cool, always informative. I feel so smart. Yeah, uh, I don't. I feel like a whole, <laughs> someone tapped a hole I in my head. I feel smarter. Things, things I thought there I knew. There you go. <laughs> Relative I, terms. Yeah, things I thought I knew have been poured out of my head, and now I'm just a muddled mush. But I think the biggest thing that I learned is that you don't have to learn everything. Right. I don't know. That's kind of what I took away from this is if you find the right system, if you, you know, find the right manufacturer and they they can know it for you. Yeah. And all you uh-huh. have to know is what it runs. So I totally get the people who want to DIY, do it yourself, a system. I get it. That's actually really fun for some people. Nope. And I could be one of those. Sure. Nope. Absolutely. If I got time. The people who want to design their own system because they like it and because they might want to, they think they can save money if they put in the actual install and math and all that, fine. By all means, that's a pathway. It works great. Have fun. However, there is a significant portion of the population that could benefit from this system is engineered and designed. All you have to do is screw in the components. Right. But I think the biggest thing I learned today is... You know what? You have to think about how you're going to use it and if you really need it. It is really fun to have lots of cool gear, Mm -hmm. but nobody wants to have gear that you don't really need or really use. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there as to what a lithium-ion battery with solar Mm -hmm. can do for you. So 
I don't so know. So go camping without it. Figure yes. it out. And uh-huh. see what and you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can figure out what you need to add. I don't know. I think that's a, I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, what are you missing? What are you not able to do that you wish you could do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And guys, if you want to run that air conditioner, even with lithium, you're going to need a lot of lithium. And you're going to need a big inverter. So it's not so simple as, hey, I got one or two lithium batteries. I should be able to run my air conditioner. Yeah, it's not one of those things that it would be nice if, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to do it, yeah, it's doable, but it's expensive. Right. So, yeah, lots of things out there to consider. Absolutely. So it's super, super worthwhile, I think. And, yes. uh, and yes. maybe in future installments, we'll talk to other experts who can help us to do, get a little bit deeper and I don't know, the math or different components. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this again. I'm sure it's a big part I'm of camping sure. now. Yeah. But let's take a break from talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, before we go, I want, want to welcome GoPower and thank them for sponsoring our podcast. We think they do a great job. They put together a great system and we're going to keep chatting about them and hopefully it'll be helpful to you guys. Very good. Very good. All right. As always, check us out on iTunes or Stitcher or any other podcast player that you might use. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And you can rate us if you want, but you have to scroll all the way to the bottom of all those episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of, on iTunes. On yeah. iTunes. And or write, Apple write something about us. Give us give us some stars. It kind of, we love reading them. It makes stars us really and happy. Feedback. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. It goes a long way to help out. Uh, it helps other people to find the podcast. Sure. And so sure. that would help us and uh, helps us to keep on making these these uh, episodes. Give us ideas on what you want to know about. Yeah, talk to us. RV Small Talk Community is actually a Facebook page where mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about anything RVs. You guys lead the group, uh, put out suggestions, show us pictures. Yep. And yeah. Well, until next time, it's been a blast. This is the RV Small Talk podcast and... I'm out of here. Y'all out of here? I'm out of here. Till next time. Uh, Lindsay's already gone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here thinking about solar. (laughs) (laughs) She a heat stroke. (laughs) Don't go to the light. Can we change lithium ion to just lion? Thanks, lady. You like that, right? The lion system. Come on. I don't want to say lithium ion. You should have said that when we were recording. That would have been fun. Can we just shorten it? I mean, I didn't stop recording.